Our next storyteller is Amar Sinha, who is a proud West Des Moinesian who will be telling us about the closeness of siblings despite distance. Please welcome him. I was in the fifth grade in India. My siblings and my mother went to watch a Hindi family drama movie where two brothers had, were fighting so much to the extent of taking their lives. That scene has such a huge impact on my brother sitting next to me and on me that we held each other's hands and cried. That brotherly love is still etched in my heart and mind. We have four siblings. I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother, Rajendra, AKA Reggie. Our only sister, Nina, and my youngest brother, Birendra, also known as Ben. My dad was a colonel in the Indian Army, and my mother was a stay-at-home mom. We were used to live in separated family quarters. When my dad was away, our mom raised us four siblings together, very tight, very close. It's just like those ducks who keep their ducklings right next to them. We, we grew up with respect in our family for the oldest brother, a lot of love for the other brothers, and a unique love, affection, care for our only sister. Since dad was away in the operation area, I tended to become the man of the house and uh, took care of my siblings. We were all for one and one for all. However, a stage comes in life when we must part ways and live our own lives. At 16 and a half years of age, I went and joined the National Defense Academy to become and train to become for an Indian Army officer. Well, the National Defense Academy, by no stretch of imagination, is like going to Iowa State or the University of Iowa, the party college. It is one of the toughest training academies in the world. And I will confess that for the first couple of weeks, most of us cried with pillows stuck on our faces at night. How I miss my mom's cooking, my most favorite food, or missed my dad watching me play cricket. That was the first time I was out of the house and gone to NDA. In NDA, during our first day in class, we would write DLTGH on the board. That acronym stood for Days Left to Go Home. And every day that we went to the classroom, we would reduce that number by one, desperate to get to zero so we could get back home to our parents and siblings. Well, after completing my training in NDA and the Indian Military Academy, I was commissioned as a second lieutenant in a tank regiment. At this point of time, communication between my siblings or our siblings was through letters, the old basic rule of writing letters. Unfortunately, no cell phones, no WhatsApp, no FaceTimes. But we kept in touch with each other 
uh, writing letters. After I got commissioned, and after several years in the Army, I got injured on active duty. That's the time I decided to move to the U.S. Because my brother was here, younger brother was here already. Well, my desire to come to the United States had been there for a very long time, thanks to the Hollywood movies. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, had, I had been uh, meaning to come to the U.S. for a very long time, and to that extent, I would listen to the Voice of America radio stations every day in the morning, while the others would listen to the Indian radio stations. In preparation for coming to the United States, visiting my brother, then in Chicago, now he lives in Clive, Reggie, I wore a suede jacket, a shirt, and a suede trouser, knowing that it's going to be extremely cold in Chicago in the month of March. Well, as it happened, I forgot my jacket in my friend's car who got, came to drop me off at the New Delhi airport. Boarded the plane, and when the plane landed in Chicago, there was a huge snowstorm which had occurred. Huge. And all of you who've been to Chicago, of course, it's just like here as well. Well, the temperatures, the pilot said, was well below zero. Here I was in just a plain shirt. I told myself, welcome to America, Amarsena. You've never seen the likes of how cold it's going to be. Well, while the other passengers were ready, putting on their jackets and thick coats, I was ready to get off the plane in my shirt, getting off the steps, onto the tarmac, getting onto the bus. That wind of that windy city hit me hard. Um, I almost froze to death, but anyways, it wasn't for long because back in the waiting area, my brother Reggie was there to receive me. And guess what do I see in his hands? A, pair, a thick jacket, a thick jacket that he had got for me. And after giving him a big bear hug, I asked him, how on earth did you ever figure out I'd lost my jacket back in India or forgot my jacket back in India? And he said, smiled and said, hey, don't I know you? I'm your brother. So, well, after, um, it didn't take me too long to call my wife back and say, and tell her, back in India, and tell her that we should look at moving to the U.S. One of the things that caught my attention in the first few days here in the U.S. was the lovely laws and the systems that we follow over here. Pretty much like I was used to in the Indian Army. Very unlike the lawlessness and uh, almost no system back home in India. Well, after I came to the United States, I trained as a manager with an oil company. And after my training got over, my boss asked me, where did you, where did you want to move, to Denver or Des Moines? Denver or Des Moines? I had no clue except for the fact that both the cities started with the letter D. So I called my lifeline, my younger brother in Chicago, and I said, hey, Reggie, boss is asking me where do I want to move, Denver or Des Moines? What do you say? He said, Denver. I said, okay, I was about to hang up when he said, wait, 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 wait. If you guys move to Denver, him and his family would see us twice a year. 
But if we moved to Des Moines, they would see us once a month. Folks, that was a no-brainer. I chose Des Moines and have been here in West Des Moines for the past 24 years. You know, while Reggie and I, we were here in the United States, the Atlantic Ocean still separated two of my siblings who were still in India. And being the oldest sibling, we lost our parents, one tragically in 78, the other in 91. So I took it upon myself to get the siblings to the US. And so Reggie and I would get together, we would meet, and I have a plan of action for them. I would call my siblings and ask them to hone their skills on this and that so that when they came to the US, they would find a job. I was probably in the back of my mind fulfilling my parents' dreams. Their dreams of us siblings always being close together, no matter where we lived. And I think we were just moving in the right direction. Reggie and myself, we would call, have a plan of action. Well, finally, sometime in 2006, our youngest brother, Ben, landed in Chicago with his family. They now live in New York, uh, husband, wife, and the kids. And uh, several years later, three brothers, three of us, flew to San Diego. My sister was finally arriving. We, we brothers flew in there, and every second at the San Diego airport for us seemed like an hour. She finally arrived with the family, and we met in the waiting area, hugged each other, kissed each other, shed tears of happiness as well. It was the most happiest day of my life. <clears throat> All four of us siblings were here in America. And to that extent, we moved around the country, my youngest brother, and so I make a joke of it, and I say, we siblings, we own Interstate 80. One New York, two of us here, and one sister in California. So we cover the entire length of the US. Closeness between us siblings has brought the cousins close as well. And I hope and pray that I pass on this legacy of the family bonding of siblings bonded together to my rest of my brothers, their cousins, and their children. Thank you.